Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Joining me today, as always, Brandon Olson, my co-host. You can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Brandon, it is here. It is draft morning. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. I'm excited. I just banged my head into my microphone, so that's fun. (laughs) Um, I say it's draft morning, but now that you're listening to this, it is draft morning. But... For us, it's the night before the draft. For, for me, it's draft morning. Oh, it is draft morning. It is for Thursday. You. It is twelve thirty-three a.m. It in is my draft time. morning for so you. It is draft morning. We tried it. We tra- tried it. We tried to to record this episode as late as possible to try and get as many rumors in as possible. Because that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about trade rumors. What to expect from day one and how it's going to be a ton of fun. I feel, uh, I will say, I feel professional now because I have have one of those boom arms that you see on ESPN Radio. So that's why I'm, ta- I'm talking into that now. I mean, it's off of my desk. Um, so I, f- I feel like a, I feel like a real pro now. Imagine not having one of those for months. I, you know, I put it off. And I uh, say that, but for the past month and a half, like I've had the arm, but I've been too lazy to connect it. <laughs> so I've just <laughs> been holding my microphone in front of my face. <laughs> I'm too lazy to take ten seconds to connect the arm. But I'll sit here with my hand in front of my face for fucking yeah. You an hour. the way you did it made it way worse. Mm. Oh well, it is. But really nice. uh, um, yeah, we're, way, I just dropped an f bomb, and it's like I have to try to not do that <laughs> when we stream. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it'll happen every now and then on the stream, but whatever. Oh, wait till pick four. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mother <laughs> be Makai Becton at at pick four. What's your reaction? You you need to have a beep ready. I'm not. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not, that's too much work. Um, just yeah. assume every time I speak. <laughs> so later, beat me. speaking of the stream, later tonight, starting later tonight, and then going on throughout the weekend, we're going to be streaming live on Twitch um, from the Whole Nine Sports Twitch account. Uh, we're going to be streaming four people on at, at a time uh, talking about the NFL draft, live reacting to picks. It's going to be a fun time. Um, you, can, you can come get our opinions on picks. We're going to have a ton of fun. It's going to be more fun than the NFL broadcast, I promise you that. Um, at least commentary-wise. Visually, it's just going to be us. So you're stuck with that. But uh, For this year, yeah, that's what you got. That's, yeah. that's where we're at. But uh, it's still going to be a ton of fun. So come check that out. I'm sure we're going to be uh, talking about it constantly on Twitter. Um, yeah, it's going, to be a, it's going to be a great time. Uh, but yeah, so today we're talking about all the trade rumors, stuff to expect today, overnight in the morning, something might happen and we don't talk about it here. You'll have to tune into the live stream to hear how I feel about it. Um, which I mean, we haven't nailed down a time, but we'll probably start that live stream about half an hour before the draft starts. I would, I would, I would say around then. Yeah. Yeah. So about 730, uh, PM Eastern time, we will tweet out a link, uh, We'll talk about it on Twitter throughout the day. But yeah, we'll tweet out a link a little bit before, and we'll let you know. Come join us. Have fun. Whatever. I mean, yeah, we'll see where it goes. It might get weird. We'll find out. <laughs> Only got a couple of years left to live, and I'm going to get real <laughs> weird with them. <laughs> it might get weird. We might, like, you know, drop acid while we do it. Who knows? <laughs> um, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> at least this year. This will be the episode my dad listens to. At least, <laughs> at, at least round one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I won't. Yeah, I won't be here day two or day three. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. This is gonna be the episode of my dad. This is I dropped an oh, f bomb already, and he hates that. I talk about doing acid, and he's gonna take him. He's gonna take me serious. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, we did both do acid before this episode started, so. Oh, right. That's enough. <laughs> Brandon's dad, if you're listening to to this, he's a drug doer. Um, oh, 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 right. Let's. <laughs> we, uh, whenever we were kids, whenever our friend Jesse, he had uh, he his mic broke, so he had to use his PlayStation camera. So all of our sounds still came through the TV, and he just talked to us through his camera, which means his mom could hear everything that we said. And his mom was in the room, and I yelled, "Jesse's a chain smoker!" And his mom went, "What?" <laughs> Like, literal, like, that noise came out of, what? Sounds like she's hucking a loogie. <laughs> it really does. And, uh, it's, it's so lived in. So his mom a chain girls. <laughs> Probably. Um, so it's lived in infamy in our friend group ever since then. Uh, but let's move into talking about some football. The biggest news to come out of the weekend, um. Yawn. The, <laughs> the Chargers had new uniforms. That's it's not what I what we wrote down, but uh, they have they revealed the best uniforms of the uh, of the off season without a doubt. Not not that the bar was set very high to begin with. No, but they they're very 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 good. Not that and, and it was hard for them to mess up, but they knocked it out of the park. Um, now all that's left is I think the Rams, and there's no way that their uniforms are going to be just as good. Yeah, we'll see. I mean. Uh... They should have put out a uniform already. It's like it's because once the draft happens, people are just gonna be like, "All right, like, we're, we're we're focused on our rookies." They're not gonna be like, "Oh, new uniforms can't." Oh, Rams fans don't have rookies. They don't have any picks. <laughs> they also don't have fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the real first, the first real news. This is a yawn from both of us. I mean, it's fun, but uh, it's not lately changing. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is a. Tampa Bay Buccaneer, good job for the Patriots for turning a seventh rounder into a fourth rounder. That's really all I got to say about it for them. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I can't believe people are saying that they got fleeced. The dude wasn't going to play football for them. Yeah, honestly. They They got a free fourth round pick. That's good for them. Um, Not not free. They did give up a seventh. (laughs) They got a free fourth round pick. (laughs) They turned a seventh into a fourth for, yeah, straight up. For nothing. For nothing (laughs) for them. Um, but yeah, um, it, it doesn't really change their, their offense, the, uh, the Buccaneers offense was already scary to begin with. Add in, uh, what Bruce Arians has said is already, is mainly going to be a, a blocking tight end. Um, yeah. Uh, congrats Bucks fans. You got Bear Pasco. Like, <laughs> um, OG Howard in this point of his career is a better receiving tight end. Um, Absolutely. so I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I'm not sure this team got much better with Gronk. Like, yeah, congrats. You got one of, one of, if not the most dominant tight end in NFL history. But but you got him in 2020, a year and a half after he left. Yeah, he runs like the Tin Man. So, like, I don't know what you were hoping for. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what you have. You have, he literally runs like Forrest Gump when he has the braces on his knees, on it, his legs. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna, the Saints versus Buccaneers twice a year is gonna be, very fun to watch um but that being said it doesn't really move the move the needle as ross said earlier not as he said here <laughs> uh, not as he said here but as he said earlier shout out ross you can find him on twitter at ross jackson nola sorry um and then moving on the next piece of news is the uh, a possible trade for las vegas um trading yannick and gakwe for a first 
And if it's their 19th pick, I'd say it's it's fair. I th- I think he with this edge class, I think he's better. Assuming Chase on is already gone off the board, because um, I don't think he's getting past 17. Um, I think Yannick Ngakwe is leagues better than anyone else you'd be getting at 19 at the edge. Yeah. Um, here's the I'm not so sure that the com- I know that the rumor is a first. I'm not so sure that the Jags would get a first for him. He is a very talented pass rusher. There's no taking that away from him. But you have to pay him, and you have to pay him a lot of money, which it's weird that the Raiders were like, oh, no, we're not going to pay Khalil Mack, but we'll pay Yannick and, But we'll, we'll both pay Yannick Ngakwe and give up a first for him. Yeah, and then on top of that, his, his value's got to be down. Tony Khan was talking about it, uh, the senior vice president for the Jaguars, when uh, Yannick was throwing his little fit on Twitter. Tony Khan is like, compensation is the only thing that will make us trade you. And don't worry, I'm sure you're doing your I'm sure you're doing right now. It's like, yeah, Yannick's throwing a little fit on Twitter, and teams are gonna be like, well, he's a headache. Value's probably down, so it might make the trade easier, but the compensation's gonna drop because of it. Yeah. Um, which I mean Yannick doesn't care about compensation. <laughs> If anything, he would want to make his future team give up as little as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he uh, should just Antonio Brown it now. Yeah, but he needs to find a team that's interested in him and then just fake, just fake it and have have him just get cut and then go to his new team. Like what Antonio Brown did to the Raiders to go to the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, this time they're on the, they're on the winning end of it. Um, uh, if, I mean, it, I think Yannick probably warrants like a second round pick. I, yeah, I think that's a perfect, but, but if Las Vegas wants him, they're going to have to give up either 19 or two thirds. And which would you rather give with seeing as though they don't have a second. Yep. Um, and then, so moving on, I'll let you talk about this one. Um, cause I know you're far more excited than me. I mean, if it happens, I'm very excited for it. But uh, as you wrote down, Percules is coming back. Yeah. Um, first, let me say this. I didn't know he was coming back until uh, my friend Justin Rochette texted me about it. Because Josina Anderson has me blocked on Twitter. So people would retweet <laughs> her tweet, and I had no idea what they were talking about. What did? Why, um, did you, why does Josina Anderson block you? Honestly, like, she reported that Landon Collins was cleaning out his locker, and I just like I was just like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" And she blocked me, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I I was like, um, "All right, <laughs> I guess." Uh, yes, Percy Harvin is coming back. Very funny that he comes back once they stop testing for pot. Um, love that. Yeah, Percy Harvin coming back or attempting to come back to the NFL. If he still has his speed, which I think he should, just given that if he's been staying in shape. If Ted Ginn has his speed, Percy Harvin has his speed. Yeah, if he's been staying in shape and he hasn't been banged up or anything, he should still be fine with that. Uh, he took three years off now. Uh, his last year of playing was in 2016. He's 31 years old now, but he doesn't have that wear and tear of a typical 31 year old receiver um 
but he's also banged up when he's younger. I mean, he's, Emmanuel Sanders just got nine mil a year for at thirty two. So yeah, he's had uh he's had concussion issues throughout his career, migraine issues. Uh, but he has said that when he's high, he feels fine. And I mean, they're not really testing anymore, so he can do that and be fine. Um, he might be one of those guys that goes down as like a great what could have been story. Oh, one hundred percent. Just because he was always like banged up, but in twenty ten, his second year, he had thir- he started thirteen games, eight hundred sixty eight yards. Uh twenty eleven started fourteen games, nine hundred sixty seven yards. It's like if he was healthy for a full season, he would have easily been a thousand yard receiver multiple times in his career. Um, he's 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 had over a thousand scrimmage yards in quite a few seasons, but uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that's like he's just so dynamic with the ball in his hands and he can do so much like i i can't wait to see him back he could be a shell of his former self but i am so excited for this comeback i can't wait um yeah um i mean he's an electric player and super fun to watch whenever he's on the field so i think we would all uh very much be down for it um and then I'll let you talk about this next one again. It uh, has to do with Dave Gettleman saying something on a call. Yeah, so the rumor is that Dave Gettleman in a Zoom call, uh, I'm not sure if the person who told me this wants me to say it, so I'm not going to say who who told me, just to play it safe. Um, but yeah, in a Zoom call, Gettleman said that Saquon can't run without an O-line and Daniel Jones has no time to throw. So the assumption now, which is what a lot of people expected, is that the Giants are going to likely take a tackle at pick four, which uh, I won't be upset with. I, I want Isaiah Simmons more than anything else, but if it's Wills or Werfs, I'm fine with it. If it's Becton or Thomas, you're going to hear some expletives drop on this live stream. Um. Yeah, I mean, Thomas would be better immediately, but I don't think the Giants need better immediately. They need who's going to be gonna better suck overall this year anyway yeah who's going to be better overall um yeah i i could see you being very happy if it's worse yeah yeah because i, I mean, know you're will, a fan Will's, of worse i am a fan of wills is my uh tackle one right now but worse he does have a very high ceiling and uh i i trust his giants coaching staff i don't like they have done nothing for me to trust them but I'm putting my blind faith well, it's in a new, It's a new staff. Yeah, new staff. A lot of young guys, a lot of young coaches. First-time head coach and Joe Judge. Uh, Patrick Grams. He was a DC in Miami last year, but Brian Flores is really calling the plays. Um, mm-hmm. So this is going to be basically his first year as a defensive play caller. Uh, Jason Garrett's back calling plays, which it's been a few years since he's done that. I'm hoping that he'll maybe look a little bit different. I always uh, forget Jason Garrett is a, is a giant now yeah um i'll say it's not it's got nothing to do with the first round and it's probably going to be a day three thing but i do think the giants at some point in this draft are going to have to go tight end because jason garrett does love utilizing his tight ends in the passing game and run blocking so we'll see i don't think it's going to be glory though i'll say that before any before you get that thought i don't think it's going to be him and i will be very upset yeah i mean at least you at least you see it coming um, and something I don't think anyone would see coming, at least uh, where it is in the draft. Uh, we did have someone 
pass along some news earlier. I won't say exactly who because I don't remember exactly which reporter said, but it was said during um, the NFL. The women in football. Yeah, the <laughs> women in football uh, NFL draft stream, um, which I'm very, again, very sad that I missed. Because um, most of my favorite NFL reporters are women, so it's just would be fire. Um, but uh, the rumor is now that the Patriots are very, very impressed with Jake Fromm, and because of that fifth-year option, they could end up nabbing him in the first round at 23. Which is bad. <laughs> um, he is, yeah, he's not not great, I don't think. Uh, at least personally. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of him. I don't know, I know Brandon isn't either. No, really not a big fan of his at all. I will say, I think part of it might be that, like, I've seen him play a good deal against Florida. You've seen him play a good deal against LSU, and they always have very good defenses. It's like we've seen him go against like top talent, and he hasn't looked great. It's like we might be kind of biased towards it. Um, but even the games that I've seen against not those teams, I'm not sold really. One thing that he has is that I genuinely like from him is that he seems like he's a tough SOB. Uh, I think it was... Is it LSU this year? Um, SEC championship. Yeah. When he got he got tackled, like rolled up on his ankle, and it looked like he was in pain, but he just kept playing through it once he got once he got cleared to come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say he he seems like a tough sob. I'll he give him that. Will make a great coach one day. <laughs> he knows the that game very me very of the well. Office when it's uh when they have the three interns and Dwight's just like. One of you will do exceedingly well in business. One of you will make a living and nothing more. And one of you will be a great mother. And it's the only <laughs> it's the only woman like that's what you're just doing it, Jake Fromm. You're just saying, well, that's your only route. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. If he goes to the Patriots, of course, he'll be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Because that's how, just how life works. <laughs> um, other than that, um, so we're going to kind of move along, move through these because I know that you're going to be busy tonight. Uh, during the draft, and you know, I have a lot of time to listen to this, so you know, we're just gonna give you a quick little couple quick hitters before the draft. Um, speaking of Michael Pittman Jr., first first round wide receiver, huh? Uh, not in my eyes. Um, I um, like him a lot. I just don't like him at. <laughs> I don't like him there. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. <laughs> oh, God, Landon is great. Um, Yeah, Michael Pittman, he's a solid X receiver, but there's just not a lot of guys that are strictly X receivers that go that early. Um, Yeah, the, like the highest one I would think would be T. Higgins is primarily an X. Uh, I know Judy can move around, CD can move around. Uh, you know, I just I'm a fan of his, but on day two, not day one. I don't like his value there. I mean, there's only a couple receivers I want day one anyway. Um, but he's not one of them. He plays. Uh, I've said this a lot. He plays a lot sh- smaller than he is, but in a good way, you know. Yeah, except when he's blocking, he does try to do that <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, let's see, 
And then another one, this is the the most little evidence ever, but uh, Trent Williams tonight, uh, it just is convenient, so we figured we'd talk about it. Maybe it'll happen by the morning, and you already know about this, but Trent Williams put up on his, you know, little Instagram story, a couple heart eye emojis, not heart eye emojis, just the eye emojis with the, the praying, praying <laughs> hands and the side eye. Um, where do you, th- who do you think would trade for him? If you, have you had to put money on a team right now? Who would you go for? Uh, probably Cleveland. It just makes sense. Yeah. And it would free I, them up. I, I think the most likely option is they go, like, what they could go corner or linebacker at 10 and then trade for Trent Williams, which is what I think they honestly should do, depending on how the run of tackles goes. If, it's as, if the tackles are crazy and the top four are gone by 10, uh, then yeah, do that. Because it's right as of right now, it's looking like both the Giants and Dolphins, team player teams who are in in play for trapping other positions are looking like they're going to get tackle. Yeah, um, so yeah, Browns could get knocked out of competition really, or knocked out of position to draft a tackle early. Trading your pick for Trent Williams, I mean, you get a guy who. He's he's been underrated. He's thought of as one of the best, but he's really been underrated with just how incredible he's been throughout his career. Uh, I will be very happy when he's out of the NFC East. <laughs> he is a very good tackle, um, and someone will get a couple good years out of him. And speaking of trading, um, the Falcons are tr- desperately trying to trade up. They even they they've gone as far as to giving calls to the Redskins for for Chase Young. They really really like Chase Young, but I mean who doesn't? But they like really like Chase Chase Young. Um, but I don't think they have enough to to go up to two. They'd have to no. give up a lot, and if they want to go up that far, sure do it. Yeah, I mean you're banking your whole franchise on the guy at that point. And I've seen what Ryan Ramchek did to J.J. Watt. It'll scare me. And I've seen what Dan Quinn can't develop with defensive ends. <laughs> it's very true. Um, I'm all for it. I'd feel bad for Chase Young. Um, but I'm all for it. Trade, please, Falcons, trade the farm. I said this on Twitter. If the Falcons wanna, want to, to trade the farm for a cornerback to get burnt by Michael Thomas twice a year, do it. I'm fine with it. Um, because these the top corners in this class uh, are very very good, but I don't. That's just you know, Michael Thomas entering his prime, and that's who the, that's who you're drafting to to cover really. That's why you want to move up is to to take care of you know in division needs, and I don't know. I just don't see them locking up Michael Thomas, but I'm very biased. <laughs> but he's just you know not like you. He's he's entering. Uh, at least in this, I just I, f- I feel like he's entering his prime. So I, I, from a strictly Saints fan perspective, I want them to trade up as far as they can. Trade up to one cowards. I that not that, <laughs> not that. Not that they can. You want them to draft Joe Burrow? No, I do not. Tur- All right, turn off your PlayStation. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm checking something really quickly. I swear, I just didn't yeah. know the TV volume is on. You won. I'm checking if my brother's away because I don't want to like I don't want to text him and wake him up if he has work tomorrow. Um, oops, oops, <laughs> oops! Eh? I made an oopsie. 
Um, and then uh, moving on from that, we have the Dolphins giving uh, Tua a passing grade on his physical at the Combine, which means they're not worried about his medicals, but it's still looking like they are banking on uh, going with a fifth and then having one of the quarterbacks drop to 18 or 26. Uh, I actually saw today that they might be trying to trade up to three, keeping pick five. They have, via draft chart value, they have enough. If any team has enough to do it, it's the Dolphins. I would not, I would not be surprised. Um, drafting up, tra- taking Fonte Mack, and then <laughs> still getting the hometown hero at seven. I've seen this, I've seen this play out before. The thing is, they could trade three seconds and have it not be too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have draft day on the mind because <laughs> because of this. Um, add me on Twitter and give me your thoughts about Vontae Mack being called a middle linebacker uh, when he's clearly an edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I yeah I I I feel the I see I see the Dolphins definitely going. Um, uh, tackle with their first pick and then trying to trade back up for a quarterback that makes a lot of sense to me. Did you see Mello's latest mock draft? Mello's final mock draft? No. Well, he had both Love and Herbert going between 24 and 30. Hmm. He had Herbert, he had Herbert going at 30 to the Packers. Hmm. Uh, see, I don't know if he... I don't know. <laughs> don't like it. Don't. I'll, I will say, if I'm a Saints fan and loves, I mean, I, I've made it known that I would not be upset about drafting Jordan Love, but I would probably be upset about tra- passing up Justin Herbert to take Jordan Love. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible choice. Because, I mean, neither of them are the sure thing, but, but Herbert's much much further along. Um, I mean, in his explanation, he says, no chance in hell teams let Herbert fall to Green Bay. But if, for some reason, he does, Green Bay has its future QB. Okay. No way in hell Joe Burrow falls to Green Bay. But if, somehow, he does, Green Bay has its future QB. Big if true. And then, finally, rounding us out is uh, one that I know Brandon's not very happy about. Um... I mean, he could be, because, you know, you could get him at 36. They won't take him. <laughs> um, I'd be very upset if he's there at 36. I know they won't take him, and then I'll be more upset when he goes at 37. <laughs> um, Jeff Gladney is uh, dropping out of the first round for a lot of people to no fault of his own. Um, yeah, I mean, he's very talented. People are idiots. Um, it's just... Yeah, it's just apparently a lot of a lot of NFL insiders are are listing him as a second round steal, which means he should go in the first. <laughs> but it doesn't look it's like, like oh, he, he's a steal. It doesn't look like so it doesn't look like he's expected to go in the first. Which I know we're both Gladney fans. Yeah, I don't know if I even believe that. He like his technique is so good for someone coming out of college. I don't know how he could fall out of the first. How old is he? 
23, I think. Uh, that could be the only thing. I, who cares? It's not Madden. He's fine. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I care. I'm just saying that's the only thing. That could be something. Oh, he's 22 out of 23. Oh, my God. He actually broke out at age 20 as opposed to age mm-hmm. 21. Breakout age, 19.9. Was it? No. Oh. I was making fun of someone that tweeted that. Breakout age, 16.3. This is the first year I'm seeing... 23. This is the first thing I'm... First year I'm hearing about the breakout age thing a lot, and I think it's stupid. (laughs) It's it's like one of those metrics where it's like, it doesn't really mean much. (laughs) Okay, Taysom Taysom Hill's breakout age, 30. (laughs) Yeah, like, like dominator rating and breakout age are just things that I'm like, that's just dumb. You're so dumb. You are so dumb. Like, yeah, really. yeah, Henry Ruggs has, never, doesn't have a breakout age and has a low dominator ranking, so you should definitely let him drop to 24, please. Honestly, let him drop to 255 and let the Giants make him Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, he that's what he deserves. Who's, you know, he never broke no. out in college. Who says no? Do you really want a receiver that doesn't break out? And he only caught 13, or he only got targeted 13% of the time in, in college? Yeah, no, yeah. get out of here. You know get what? I, bust out of my face. You know what I hear? He only has one rushing attempt. Oof. That's another yeah. big thing I've seen a lot this year is people knocking wide receivers for not having low rush attempts. I'm like, that's not a, I'm sorry, that's not a knock for me. <laughs> sorry, big dog. If that's the case, Lynn Bowden, wide receiver one. I'm in. <laughs> I mean, it'll be super fun in, in someone's offense. Anyway, that was just a quick little fun episode. Um, thanks for listening. Tune in to the live stream. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at Dominus underscore Brandon. Thanks for listening to this quick little fun uh, fun episode. And uh, enjoy this, the draft tonight and the next couple days. We'll uh, You'll hear from us again in the morning uh, with our, our, our immediate <laughs> round one reactions. All right, bye.